Welcome to Run Your Mouth. I'm your host, David Melly. This week we have our biggest episode yet, literally, and that we have seven guests on mic to talk about Grandma's Marathon. Jeff, Lewis, Rav, Gabby, Kate, Alexandra, and Jess. Grandma's is one of the fastest marathons in the U.S. held in Minneapolis in June. We put together a big team of track speth runners in an attempt to get Olympic trials qualifiers. As you'll hear in the episode, it didn't go quite as planned, but we had a huge group of runners with big results. Jeff ran 217, and Lewis ran 221, and the ladies all ran between 249 and 254. One word of advice about this episode, it may be a little hard to tell who is talking and when if you're not familiar with everyone's voices, but I would advise just not worrying about it too much and focusing instead on the stories. They share their marathon experiences, and they are funny, inspiring, and deeply personal, and that's what makes this episode so special. I hope you enjoy, like, subscribe, follow, etc., and stay tuned for more episodes to come this summer. Until next time, this has been Run Your Mouth. Not a good sign. Yeah. Oh, I'm literally just dripping sweat. <laughs> Guys, we went to a revival this morning, and the guy at the register was visibly sweating. Like it looked like what somebody had jumped. Did they up. not have AC in there? It was per- the, all the windows were open. It was like humid, but like I don't know. He was See, if you just wear running clothes all the time, <laughs> it was like in a cartoon <laughs> when someone's being interrogated and they have like just buckets of sweat coming <laughs> off. And I was like, is it really nerve wracking to ring on my order? Well, yeah. we didn't even get to use our humidity training last weekend. Like we. We thought, we were looking at the forecast all week, and it was, like, going to be, like, 90% humidity in no. grandma's, and then we didn't even get it, so. I don't know why you sound upset about that. Yeah. No, I'm not upset <laughs> about <all, laughs> great weather. <laughs> that, the last workout, we enjoyed, did you guys work out the Wednesday before? Tuesday. No, Tuesday, but, but it, was it was very humid. humid. It was very humid. I was, like, this is, this is swimming through. This is a triathlon oh. at this point. It yeah, was so that was when you were, you are breathing. Yeah. You were like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I was, was just, like, watching day. your guys' backs to, like, make myself breathe better. I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, you're not your inhaler? You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shucks. <laughs> All right, well, should we get started? Just kind of dive into it. Um, welcome to Run Your Mouth, Long Run Talk for Long Talking Runners. I'm your host, David Melly, and we have a record. I think this is the largest podcast we've ever done, so... Um, bear with us as it may be a little hard to differentiate between people's voices. I will do my best to make sure that we are specific in our names, but, uh, we have a big old crew. Yeah, get, get over here. (laughs) (laughs) So we have a big old crew. So everyone, uh, at the table, except for me, ran, uh, Grandma's Marathon last weekend. Um, I ran half of Grandma's Marathon. I ran Actually, yeah, I guess I ran more than <laughs> So I will just, uh, <laughs> go around the table and voice check everybody so we can, uh, do our little introductions. So we have, uh, Jess Peterson, uh, OG Run Your Mouther on one of our very first episodes. Um, How are you doing, Jess? Hi. How's it going? 
going good. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Silas returning victorious from, uh, I would argue, I think we can all agree, probably best day of everybody at a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander Conway, uh, also a uh, newcomer to the podcast. We got a couple newcomers today. How are you doing, Alexander? I'm doing great. Great. We got Rav, another veteran. Uh, Rav. Um, <laughs> they can't see your face. <laughs> How's it going? Going good. Um, Rav was on uh, one of our uh, very best episodes about exclusively gay running. It was great. Um, and it's still Pride Month, so we're getting. Yeah, 50th anniversary of the Stonewall Riots this weekend. Um, we've got Louis Serafini, uh, the coach mastermind behind uh, the mind. project Oki. Hey, mind. Uh, Lou also ran. Uh, grandma's in the full himself. How's it going, Lewis? Hey, hey. Uh, we got Gabby Drummond. Uh, we're almost down the end. Gabby is, I guess, new to... Um, <laughs> what an introduction, Dave. <laughs> 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 just go, yeah, just go Thank fucking you. <laughs> um, I guess you haven't been on any episodes yet, except maybe like no. in the background. <laughs> oh yeah, I was on the background of your Ken Ross one. Oh, uh, there you go. So you're kind of a kind of a veteran. Um, and then another uh, newcomer to both the marathon and the podcast, we have uh, Kate Raphael. How are you, Kate? Good. It is an honor, David. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I sure. So. Um, and a privilege. <laughs> We had a uh, very, um, I would say, a diverse range of results from uh, grandmas. Um, I think I really wanted to have this podcast because I think, uh, I guess we can get it out of the way right off the bat. It's a Project OTQ. You guys are all running uh, to qualify for trials. and uh, no one did it. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but I think that that's a really valuable thing to talk about, and I'm, I'm excited to hear from you as now that we this exactly one week from the race, um, kind of a little you know perspective with, with time. Um, probably it still feels pretty fresh for everybody, but I'm, I'm interested to see how um, you guys... Uh, feel and think about uh, the whole race and also the build-up experience. Um, not to do round-robin. We're not going to do round-robin the whole time. <laughs> I did want to say, if, if, if everyone can go around and um, maybe just, if you could tell us one moment in the race uh, where you had sort of a moment or a thought or an experience that kind of like encapsulated your experience um, and sort of what that meant to you. Um, do you want to start us off, Jess? Sure. Um, we'll put me in the um, So I think that the, the whole... Tone. The what? Set the tone. Set the tone. <laughs> set the tone. Um, yeah, so I think it was interesting, um, probably around mile 14, um, Alexandra and I were running together and just sharing water bottles and pain. And Wait, how'd you get water bottles? Um... We were handed them. What? Gonna get disqualified. Well, no one, no one qualifies. Actually, I stole one of your water bottles, Jeff. We picked them up from a stranger on the side of the road. Yeah, it was riding with tab and Um, Yeah, I think it was. I mean, we were both kind of already struggling, but um, it was pretty cool to 
be sharing the experience, but also water balls. It's just like a weird runner moment. Jeff and I were actually talking about it last night, but um, yeah, I think that's good. Sharing the water bottles sharing and the water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Am I in this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Jeff, Jeff, you got a better introduction than me. You're definitely on. I just, <laughs> 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 yeah. like, oh, out now. <laughs> yeah. I had a pretty cool moment from like the, I guess like the 18 to 20 mile range where like really all starts to hurt and you have all the moments of doubt and stuff, but I ended up like the pack started like falling off and like spreading out and stuff. And I was kind of like at the breaking point. But I found myself like right between two of my coworkers, friends, training partners. Um, and it was like this really cool moment of just like running with them and like having the comfort of that that kind of like kept me in the race. And I think, yeah, that was the cool thing. Jason and Eric. We can Jason and, oh yeah, yeah, Jason and Eric. Tracksmith, the company, was well represented at, uh, both in terms of apparel and actual employees of the company. (laughs) That brings us to the first ad of the program. (laughs) (laughs) Jacksmith is a New England based (laughs) apparel company. (laughs) Specializing Uh, in using discount code Lou to get it. Actually (laughs) dangerously close to a real discount code. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say that we're also brought to you by Polar Spike Seltzer. We, uh, you know, use the discount code David to get 0% off. And, uh, <laughs> you know, gotten them yet, but one day, if I just keep putting it out there, they'll eventually sponsor all of us. <laughs> Alexandra? Um, I'd say, well, what Jeff said, I definitely echo that. But also, by the nature of the course, I think being one long, straight road, you could, we could always see... Gabby in front of us, and then when I was running with you know Kate, Jess, and Rab at the beginning, you kind of knew everyone was right there, and even at the end when it got really dark, <laughs> you still knew that like okay, I gotta gotta finish for for the crew. So yeah. Rab. Um. Which moment? Uh, well, my, the, given that I only ran two miles, raised two miles of the race, uh, I would say my cooler moment came from basically, uh, just banking on the fact Sorry, Ben <laughs> is literally humping right now. <laughs> <laughs> we have an, a, a, you know, unannounced guest, um. Oh, I think he announced he, himself. <laughs> podcast dog, um. Uh, I would say my... That's definitely a first for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Come here. Go with it. There we go. Now you're involved. Now you're around the table. Um, I would say uh, the cool moment was just uh, being able to, like, regroup with the squad we had cheering and kind of, like, I wanted... Basically, all my attention just went to wanting to, like, help everyone else out because since I couldn't actually run and share any of the work, I wanted to at least be there to, you know, help hand out bottles or tabs or anything like that that could be helpful. And so I think that was just the really cool... I Because it was a point-to-point course, it was very easy to just kind of quickly transition from being a runner to a spectator. And it was... I felt like I could still share in the day even though I wasn't actually... Uh, Running, so. And just quickly, do you just want to run us through sort of what happened? Uh, well, uh, I got a mile and a quarter into the race, <laughs> and my hamstring just tweaked, and, um, like, I thought maybe slowing down would help it, but it just didn't, and, um, like, I tried 
running, uh, like picking it up a little bit more, but it was just like very quickly obvious. It was just something I was not going to be able to sustain for 24 more miles. So um, I just made kind of the decision to drop out because there wasn't really a point to running. I've, I've run a number of other marathons, so just completing it wasn't didn't really make sense and risk like actually injuring myself. So um, how's that feeling now? Yeah. Feels good now. Yeah, it was oh, just really to not run for a week. Uh, yeah, exactly. Not running and drinking for a week helped, but um, yeah, it was just like shitty timing basically. So I think if I had like if it had been like a week earlier and I took a few days off, I think it probably would have been fine. But such is life. The roll of the punches. Yeah, Lewis. Uh, I think a couple moments probably stand out, but um, I'd say like early on in the race, it was really cool to just be in the, like the chase pack. Uh, I think it was almost all Americans, like all the Zap Fitness guys um, from like, I don't know, 10K to just past half marathon and like really just feel uh, like we were rolling, uh, probably similar to like what you felt like in your in your pack, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was and it was awesome just like looking around and like I had never run five minute to five oh five pace for that long before. Um, hey buddy, bandits visiting me now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so that was that was a cool moment. Um, the second half for me didn't go as well. Uh, another, another moment that stood out was right around nineteen twenty miles. Um, there was a water bottle station and at that point I was slowing down but still, like, had a chance to run a PR. Um, I wasn't really sure how the last couple miles were going to go, and I got to the water bottle station, and I had gotten, like, maybe two bottles. I think I'd only gotten one bottle at that whole point, and uh, got to the water bottle station, and I knew I needed fuel because it was, like, one of my Morton bottles, and, like, literally stopped and was, like, yelling at the people that were working the station. I was like, I need my bottle. Like, you can see my name on my chest. I haven't gotten a single one. This table's not organized at all. And I, like, knocked over, like, seven bottles onto the ground and still, like, didn't get my bottle and just was like, all right, well, fuck, let's just keep going. Um, so that Were they moment, just standing there? Yeah, they're just yeah. standing there. They oh, can see. Are they technically not allowed to hand them to you? I, I, guess I don't know, yeah. but they're not like um, I would say that's these rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a moment that definitely encapsulated the second half of my race. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> but then, like positive, positive speaking, like. Uh, when Jeff's pack came by, was probably like maybe 23, 22. It was like right around twenty two. Yeah, um, that was cool because I knew that was coming. Like, I knew that that chase pack of guys that were trying to run 219 was going to come by me at any moment. And I was, like, just really hoping that Jeff was going to be in it. Um, and, and Jason and Eric as well. And, and like, I, I mean, Jeff especially because we work so closely together every day. So, yeah, like, when the pack came by, like, you were definitely, like, sitting at the back of it. So I saw all the guys and, like, glanced over my shoulder and then you were right there holding a water bottle and you passed it to me which is fucking awesome uh, and I was like there's more in it. <laughs> but I, I was just so excited for you and I was like I'll try to run with you as long as I can and I think I made it about 10 seconds <laughs> and then and then it kind of hit the wall again um, so yeah so th- those are just a couple moments that stand out so I feel like this is the podcast that may most result in me crying on air <laughs> that was very sweet I just wanted to say Gabby? I'd say the coolest moment in the race for me was when I got Jeff's bottle because I was so thirsty and I cannot drink from cups while I'm running. I don't know how people do that. 
It just like it sloshes all down my body. Yeah, you gotta like do the pinch. Yeah. 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 And then the moment that really like. Wait, so how did you get Jeff's bottle? Like, oh, I saw it on it. the table because he was really <laughs> well decorated. Lewis was making fun of yeah. him at the thing. I hope he's friend. Yeah, and he was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, Lewis, do you want <laughs> some tape like this? Lewis was like, do you want. Oh, I was like, Lewis, do you want some tape like this? Because I was helping him make his bottle. He's like, no, that's unnecessary. And then I saw Jeff's I bottle just, out there and I was like, wow, thank God Jeff did the decoration scheme. Jeff and David. And, and then I grab it oh, and I had a name bib yeah, exactly. so they thought that I just like wanted the women's bottles even though I didn't get bottles but I can complain about that later um, but they were like oh the women's table is right here I was like yeah I know it's my friends and then I ran away you already went by I know it I love that story I did picture Gabby's face too like Gabby it's my friends okay <laughs> but the moment that really summed up mostly the entire race for me was when I saw the clock at like mile, maybe, I guess it was 25, and mm-hmm. I was like hoping that I wouldn't be on pace because I didn't want to try anymore. <laughs> we should we should we should say that Gabby was like pretty much on pace through twenty yeah, so. and like then kept it very close and then when she realized wasn't gonna get it just like you know walked it in and still still broke two fifty. So. <laughs> and, and we should say the nature of so grandma's as everyone knows is a very fast course, but the nature of it is that it's fast on the whole, but the last, like, three miles are not fast. They didn't bother me as much as everyone. Oh my god, like, what? Those were a lot of turns. I just was really we angry. Were, we went up, and I was like, this is the it's like running around cones in a parking lot. Yeah. That was yeah. the, the last. You're like, you, every turn, you're like, where is the fucking finish? Yeah, like, <laughs> it would have been fine if they didn't have that arch thing, like, a mile before. Three arches Yeah. Oh my god. Jeff and David, I was literally going to be like, how far is the <laughs> Yeah. Where the fuck is this? <laughs> so it goes... Please for, tell me you're close. <laughs> for people who haven't Sweet visualized Jesus. it, you, for about 22, 23 miles, you essentially run flat with a kind of like cross tailwind straight along Lake Superior. It's like the pretty much ideal way to run a race. And then at 23, you get a hill coming into Duluth. And then once you're in Duluth, you like take a bunch mm-hmm. of like right angle turns and then like you end up turning with like less than a mile to go the tailwind you had for 23 miles all of a sudden becomes a headwind right in your face and if you were not if it was not going well for you at that point it's (laughs) really not pleasant um (laughs) the guy who i was cheering for the fall from there and the guy who ended up winning was like really fading hard in the end and when he like turned into the headwind i thought for sure he was just going to like stop fully running with like a thousand meters <laughs> left in the race. Um, I am done but, here. <laughs> yeah, so there was that was probably uh, you know, grandma's great course overall. We can generally agree, but yeah, the the end is pretty unforgiving. Except you can also see the finish from like mile four. <laughs> Really? Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're like, the you know. Thing, yeah, they're a bridge or oh, whatever it is. I didn't, I didn't notice. Give it a solid nine. Yeah, I noticed. Kate? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's hard to choose one moment because I definitely experienced such a wide range of emotions <laughs> the entire race. Do you, I do, do you even remember anything? I, honestly, yeah. there are moments I'm like, I have no idea what happened between the <laughs> I, I think I don't I remember, remember we got on the shuttle. 
<laughs> I was rubbing my head. Yeah. <laughs> that's not wrong. I think like one week ago today, I was like on the sidewalk and Felicia was like cutting my hair and like people were trying to get me into the van. But um, yeah, no, I mean, I think a couple miles in, like, I don't know whether I just said this really loud in my head or actually to you guys, I was like, I'm so excited for us. It was at mile two and a half. <laughs> I think it was right, it was so right it was, after I dropped Guys, we're on right pace. We're going to do it. It was deep <laughs> enough into the race where it had started to get a little quiet or we weren't like, yeah. It was like everything had gotten relaxed and we were trying to settle into a pace and all of a sudden, like right from my left ear, I hear, I'm so excited for us! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, guys! Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. I just want to pick a cake full of sunshine and <laughs> Kind of. I mean, like, I, just, I, I think I had a little bit maybe unrealistic or hopeful expectations that we would all be together for more of it. Um, but I do feel like moments that were really important for me in the race were when I was either with one of you or had visuals on you or was reminded by, like, the first time I saw Rav on the side, I was, like, kind of shook and didn't really know what was going on. But then once I kind of processed it by the next time I saw her, I was actually separated from you, Jess. Like, that's when um, I'd, like, run to the porta potty and was going to try and make up distance. And Rav said something like, get, like, get up to your teammates or, like, or something like that. And I just felt, like, very connected to all of you guys even though we were in very different places in the race um and that was something i tried to think about later when things were not going well that um you guys were all there and we can cut it out if you don't want it on the record but do you want to talk about your your mile 19 experience oh sure i mean i i was just I really, really had to poop and like was hoping that I could get to a porta potty, but all of a sudden it was like there was there was no waiting, and I just like peeled off to the side of the road, pulled my pants down, no tree cover whatsoever, and like shot in the grass. Really? <laughs> wow, I did not know about that. Yeah, it was so fast though. Like you guys Instant told me before. Relief. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it felt so much better. I mean, it still felt still felt terrible, but um, so yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. so, Kate, you're the you're the only one. Right, it was, for, it was your first marathon, right? Yeah. Um, so I think it was technically Gabby's first. Yeah, it was marathon. Gabby Drummond's first marathon. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so going into that, did it was it helpful to have sort of like the the collective institutional wisdom building up to the race to kind of feel like okay, like. Yeah, totally. I mean, I do feel like I relied on your guys' advice and, you know, like you were just, just normal logistical things that you don't think about, like getting throwaway clothes or like when, when to take your first gel. I don't remember throwaway clothes. Yeah. yeah um, well, I mean, I did and then I got attached to my like superior um, sweatshirt. But um, Gabby went and retrieved my stuff after the race, so it's, it's back in Cambridge. Um, yeah. No, definitely super helpful to feel like the people around me really know what they're doing. Um, and that even if I don't, um, there's, there is collective wisdom in the group and it will be fine. <laughs> and so you're also, in, a, in addition to this being your first, you're also the youngest of all of us and you graduated last year. So why the jump to the marathon kind of, I guess, relatively soon in the grand scheme of things? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was not planning to do a marathon at all. I think I talked about this in my pod I did with Drew, um, but just, like, he... I'm kind of easily convinced to do certain races or jump into things, and, um, I mean, Drew really did kind of convince me in the span of, like, five minutes, but it just... It seemed <laughs> so... It, it seemed so hard to pass up, like, such a awesome group of people who were going to go for this thing together, and it, it was just, like, 
I don't know, the, how often do you get to train with a group of people who are similar to your ability level and are, you know, going through this really awesome thing? And um, I guess I just kind of, yeah, it seemed like, why not? Like, why, what else am I going to do? What else am I training for? And I think all of us that ran in college, like, if there's one thing that is hard about the post-collegiate running world is that, like, it is really hard to find that, like, team. Like, you know, we have the track for the team and stuff, but, like, a lot of the time you're kind of on your own in terms of, like, running. So the idea that you could have, like, a real totally. team, like, I know with, like, me and Jeff and Eric and, and all the workouts we've done together, like, even if we are going ultimately for, like, different goals, like, just ha having those, like, people who are like, yeah, I'll be at your house at 6 a.m. <laughs> We're doing this. <laughs> um, is, is definitely, uh, that's, like, at least for me, like, that's the part I miss most about college. And then when I, like, find it again, <laughs> I'm, like, so grateful. Um, so kind of leapfrogging from that, um, I know, um, Lou, so these are five very different runners, um, and it was your job, uh, like any coach of a group to sort of, um, work with all of these runners with the same goal, but, you know, obviously we're going to have different ways to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, how did you approach that, um, for this group and sort of being both kind of like comprehensive but then also individualized with your training? Um, I mean, it was definitely a challenge. I've never coached a group before in my life. Um, like it's, it's always been like just individual athletes um, and occasionally like people would sync up for workouts like last fall that happened a lot obviously but this is like the first time I've ever coached this many people all training for the exact same race. So um, I would say that I kind of, like, erred on the side of being conservative with most of them, especially, like, I mean, Gabby uh, has injury issues from time to time, Kate's never done a marathon before, and then it was, I mean, it was really only, I mean, Jess's work schedule is crazy, all of our schedules are crazy, and Alexandra has only done one marathon, so, I mean, I think we definitely erred on the side of being conservative, and, like, we definitely learned a lot in the process too. Um, I think there was good workouts and bad workouts, but I would say we were definitely trending in the right direction where like when we got to the end, like I felt like the group was working out better together at the end of the training cycle than they were at the beginning. And I think um, one thing that may have like not been helpful was uh, there was just like almost too much hype going into it like everyone was so excited so it'd be it was like March and we would show up for a workout on the track and everyone was like ready to rip and I was just like okay like we need to like <laughs> chill a little bit like it's March this race is in June um, and kind of like take a step back here and <laughs> but you know we learned as we went along and I think if, if the group were to train together again I think they'd have a lot of success so um but it was fun, and I'm really proud of everyone. I, I'd say no one hit, like, their A goal, but, I, don't, I mean, no one had a, a bad day by any means at all. Um, like, even... <laughs> <laughs> wait. Even, even, even Rav, was, who I've been coaching the longest out of everyone here, had her most consistent training cycle by far that she's ever had and was definitely uh, in shape to run a significant PR. Um, obviously, injuries sometimes you just can't control. They flare up in the worst possible times. So um, I think everyone can walk out of this training cycle and uh, knowing that they're trending in the right direction um, with a lot more experience under their belts. So marathon distance is tough. So... 
again, I just, I am so, I'm so full of questions because you guys have all such different, unique stories, so um, bear with me when I bounce around a little bit, but um, Jess, you had qualified in 2016 for trials, um, and then has sort of, I think it's fair to say, like, kind of, like, taking a little bit of a step back after trials, um, and big now... Big step back. Big step back, sure. <laughs> um, and now you're back at it, though, like, yeah. what got you to come back to sort of the idea of, like, a dedicated marathon build-up and another another trials attempt? Yeah, um, couple, a couple things. I, I wanted to stop running after last trials. I didn't enjoy it anymore. I was doing so much training alone, um, and then one day, like, a year and a half ago, uh, <laughs> I feel like we've talked about this like 10 times now, but Lewis and... I've heard it, so no worries. Lewis was like, do you think you could beat Molly, my roommate, who was actually training at the time, but she's a sh- she's like a midi girl, so she does 800s. Oh, you had been running before that, though. You, you did Club Cross, didn't you, that year? I had run probably 30 miles before Club Cross. You rocked <laughs> total, total. Totally, total. in a year, yeah. honestly. <laughs> I, I spent a long time just taking a a really large step back from you were fresh. this sport. I was so fresh. I was the freshest I've ever And then it, it, this is something Gabby and I were talking about yesterday, but um, I really enjoy competing and I enjoy racing. Um, so if I'm, I'm not going to just run if there's no race. That's not who I am. I'm, I don't enjoy just casually jogging around, um, which is where I think Gabby and I differ the most. Um, <laughs> she loves to run and doesn't I Love hate racing. Race. No, I hate it. Oh, she, she hates racing. <laughs> 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 Everybody write that down. <laughs> Can I also go on the record and just say that Gabby's the only one who's run this week and done a run under seven minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know. Casually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did a four hundred under seven minute pace. <laughs> We ran under eight minute pace today, so yeah. she came back yesterday and was just like, "Yeah, I just like couldn't run any slower." <laughs> Classic problem. Yeah. Oh, I felt amazing. <laughs> so fresh. So <laughs> Turn it around next week. Another marathon. So and for me, when the when we were all starting to run again, I I hadn't been running much since my last marathon, probably like fifteen miles a week. Um, and then all of a sudden, there was this group of girls and Louis saying, "Let's." I mean, you, Alexandra and I were actually at a beer garden and we get a text from Lewis both being like, hey, grandma's marathon five months from now. And we're both like, all right, yeah, sure, let's do it. <laughs> um, and so the, the prospect of a, another race and like a, a competitive cycle was kind of what brought me back into it. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you got a PR. And I got a PR. So. Count it. <laughs> it, it counts. It counts. Minute yeah. and a half. But PR is a PR. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Even so. if you walked. Even if I stopped and tied my shoe that was perfectly tied. <laughs> <laughs> I just retied it. So um, we talked about this a little on Jess's first episode. Um, the the marathon crazies, the kind of crazy things oh. that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I, I especially want to hear from uh, Alexandra and you and Rav as folks with significant others that don't run. That could sometimes be an interesting window into like just how crazy you are. <laughs> I just want to say, I, I want to go on record and say I was not crazy this cycle, but I think we would need to bring Cannon and see if he agrees. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we'll do a black box. Yeah, I agree. Here. Please just not 
not here, so. <laughs> I feel like it's not fair because you set the bar pretty high in the past. I have set the bar <laughs> That's really true. high. Gabby and I like to talk about it quite often. Um, Lewis earmuffs. Put earmuffs on. Um, we, I, we, I also set the bar really high. I set it. Yeah, so. Where, all right, yeah. what's the craziest thing you did in the past? I No, I was just a nightmare to be around in the past, for sure. Um, Same. So now, but, but I mean, that's the cool part right. about this is that there's so much less pressure um, for me and it's so much more enjoyable, which is why I did come back to it. So there was a lot less crazies for me, but I would like to hear from the two people who have done their first marathon if they experienced it now looking back. Yeah. Wait, what are marathon crazies? Was I crazy? I don't even... <laughs> <laughs> wow, you sound a little crazy now. <laughs> so you're just in the midst of doing a build-up. Like, you I w- just do, like, little... Sp- like, I not to put you on the spot, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> Jeff... My... my favorite thing that Jeff did in this build-up was, as an April Fool's joke, he... Made a joke Strava entry that he had run a full marathon just on a whim. Indoors. Indoors. On an indoor track. <laughs> <laughs> and so, people believed it. I did. I did. Because it seemed like something that Jeff would do. Right. But then also, like, two weeks after that. Ran a full marathon. Jeff did just run a full marathon on a whim. In a the pouring times. rain. Yeah. yeah. I will oh, say. It was pretty miserable, but. Yeah. I don't think that counts. As a marathon? That, no, no, it counts as a marathon. That doesn't count as a marathon crazy, though. You're talking about, like, taper crazy? Yeah. You're talking like, about yeah. a little bit of the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric fucking, like, running around in, like, <laughs> Hat wool hats. hats. I what do you mean, I Eric? What about I, Jeff and I, I do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> the overdressing? I'll stand by it. Or just, like, snapping at someone and then being like, wow, that was crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did wow, not need to yell at them for that. <laughs> My, I think this, this is actually from college, but... And, you know, we all, everyone, all, virtually everyone who's been a distance runner has probably had some sort of diagnosed, undiagnosed issues with food. But um, the craziest thing I did in college was that I would uh, be in the dining hall after uh, dinner and, like, wouldn't want to eat ice cream. So I would just fill a coffee mug full of whipped cream because whipped cream is actually relatively low calorie. <laughs> and just like instead of ice cream, just eat like a mug of whipped cream with a spoon as my dessert. Like that's nuts. I hope there's not like a high school boy out there like taking notes. Or <laughs> yeah, no, don't do that. That's, that's what's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Um, and like, it really fills you up. <laughs> yeah. I know it's you just know air. It's yeah. 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 It, it doesn't fill the whole inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think we've all done like a little bit of a little psycho stuff. Uh, do you have any other? I feel like Jeff, you, you've had some some interesting ones. Um, <laughs> I mean, my mate, I definitely like a lot of my training is just running a lot, <laughs> um, which I think works well for me, but. I'm also definitely more on, on the Gabby train of enjoying running and the training more so than the racing. Um, I've tried various crazy things. I did the like the overdressing like just enough to be really uncomfortable, but not enough like or consistently enough to get any benefit out of it. There was one day there was one day he showed up to work and he forgot pants. So he was wearing shorts with like Three layers on top and like a hat and gloves. <laughs> 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 yeah. it's, it's to make up for the breeze that your legs are feeling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. 
I think I didn't wear a shirt on that run. No, <laughs> it was Jeff is king of the, I'm going to take a down week next week. I so, do. I, I know I ran 110 miles. I'm sorry, I'm going to take a down week next week. Like, yeah. one of these. Oh, wait, oh, it's next week, and I, I ran 109 miles. I myself like, there. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes when I went to back off. Um, I think my biggest marathon crazy this cycle, I think I was relatively tame, but... I kind of got a lot of, like, leg tightness in my, like, right Achilles and calf and everything. Um, and was finally starting to get better with it. But that just started really freaking me out in, like, the week before the race. And I was like, this, this is it. Like, I'm just, I'm going to, like, break. <laughs> it's not going to work. Um, and thankfully, my leg did hold up. But um, I think that started playing some mental games with me. Yeah. Anyone else? Okay, you've just been fully sane throughout the process. I think I was fairly sane. I think during the last week, I thought I maybe had, like, very minor allergies, and I did text Lou, and I was like, I, I think oh, yeah. I'm getting sick. I got some cra- marathon crazy-esque texts from you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was there more than that? I really thought I was uh, pretty you were, reasonable. I think you were, like, pretty sure that you were, like, not going to have a good race, like, the weekend before. Like, yeah. You were like, I feel terrible. This is not That's good. Oh, I did, have, I did have a really bad workout. I was traveling for work, yeah. and, like, it was very humid that morning, and it had rained the night before, and I was on the towpath in Princeton, and it was, like, so muddy, and I was like, I feel like shit. Like, everything is bad. I am not ready. Um, but other than, like, that was, I feel like, the moment I was the least confident in, like, where I was and, like, what the race was going to be. Um, but I actually feel like I did kind of bounce back from that um, in the mm-hmm. in the days before, and I, I felt more okay going into it. But, um, oh, man, I just can't overdress because I feel so hot when I run any time. <laughs> um, It'll be, like, 40 degrees, and Kate will show up in a sports bra. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, it's, it's worth it. <laughs> I'll never Sorry. forget that run in, like, the dead of winter. We were all bundled, and you, yeah, and you were wearing had, shorts. Oh, you no, made a long, long, long sleeve. Yeah. You had, like, layers. Oh, there was another one where it was cold, and Kate was wearing shorts. Yeah. So, like, overdressing is, like, wearing a shirt for me. She runs hot. Yeah. <laughs> does it make you as as people with uh, the the non-running significant others? Does it make you? Does it give perspective to have like that someone else in your like life who's kind of like balancing it out, or does do you just draw them into your own? Like? No, I think it helps honestly. I mean, I feel like with this group, yes, we all run and train together, and we had ambitious goals. But at the same time, I never felt like we were like only focused on running like we didn't only talk about running we all have really interesting lives outside of that which I think helped well speak for yourself (laughs) (laughs) I have a very boring life (laughs) (laughs) but um I I think too now having gone through two training cycles like Greg would bike with me and get really into the fact that, like I was running and doing this long run and be like with seven miles to go you're in the home stretch I'm like I'm not in the home stretch <laughs> it's an hour going, Greg you know? <laughs> it's like oh no that works but I appreciate these guys <laughs> so I think that helps you know it makes it a little bit fun and interesting <laughs> I think one of my favorite interactions with Felicia Rav's wife was when we were we were hanging out one day and like she like totally unprompted from like anything else we were saying she was like yeah we watched like the CBS Downtown 5K like Molly Huddle looks so Felicia what did you do with your Saturday (laughs) we watched it in bed (laughs) that's a dream right there oh Oh, man I will say that I did. when we first started dating, I was training for Boston, which was my first marathon in 2013. And 
uh, I really set the bar high for how, like, rigid I could be because it was, like, very soon after, like, I graduated in 2010, like, took a break and then, like, got back into running and then was like, okay, this is my thing. And I went, like, right back into that collegiate running, like, you know, singular focus. And, um, and I think that really set the bar high for how uh, unpleasant I could You've be. Seen so <laughs> and now, yeah, and so I think like and she and she has said like be I mean because like when I did drop out and I I did have a moment and I the mar- I've well full disclosure finish I've cried finishing every marathon I've run. Like I cross the line and I immediately break in a, break into tears because it's like so emotional to finish it, and I'm, I might tear up now. And, uh, <laughs> I cried watching Jeff finish the marathon. Yeah, it's, it's it's very much because it's just like so. You just like realize how much emotion you pour into just training, and especially with this, like this is the first time like having a group to run with and feel like we have this common goal. Um, but yeah, but she said afterwards, she's like, it's just such a transition to see like how quickly you were just like, okay, we're like gonna start you know cheering for everyone and it was it it was just seamless you know she was like you know when we first started dating I would never have expected that you would have you would have just not been able to shake dropping out and not have been able to like complete your goal or at least complete the race and to now like see that your focus was on your teammates was just like such a change and so like I was happy that that's how she felt about it because that's what I was trying to to do and so yeah as the as the resident uh, couple at the table, I know uh, I know it's hard. Uh, I, I I have seen a lot of times like it's hard sometimes when you have the ups and downs of running, and your significant other's ups and downs of running don't always match up with yours. And I think from what I've seen, one of the kind of hardest things to do as as a kind of like running couple, so to speak, is to like be supportive either when it, things are going really well and things are not going well for you or things are going really well for you and not going well for your significant other. Like, how have you two, like, reconciled kind of rolling with those punches through this uh, build-up, or just generally? You want to go? Well, I think I don't care about running as much as Lewis, so it's kind <laughs> of... <laughs> you think you don't? <laughs> so it's a little easier for me to be excited about his races, I think, even when I don't do well. That being said, I've had my moments. That one 10K where I thought I was going to win $1,000 and then it was like the hardest race in my life. Oh, the Holyoke 10K? Well, it wasn't the hardest race because that marathon was. Yeah, speaking of crying, I almost cried during the race because I was like, this is so hard. I get that. It was terrible. I think I cried. a cross-country race just like screaming. That was me. I I was like, oh, no. I will say that I started running faster in that race just because there were a lot of Trump signs. (laughs) We passed and I was like, oh, fuck. I got to get out of here. <laughs> oh, you're trying to run away. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, I got right, right, my But anyway, I feel like I get more stressed about school, and that's when Lewis has to like calm me down. So, I don't know. Uh, I love that Gabby um, doesn't care about running as much as I do, and sometimes I, f- I forget that you know she definitely still does because like she's like so laid back about it. Um, but I think it makes me. A- better runner like because it, it mellows me out a little bit more because I definitely like I like to think that I'm always trending less crazy than the day before <laughs> um just in running in general because like I I know where I started and it was like definitely really bad um but it also like I mean I like 
knowing that she's out there when we do the same races together. Um, like when I finished the marathon, like it obviously like wasn't my day and I walked over, um, to like our group or whatever. And I had purposely like put my phone in the check bag and tracked everyone so I could like look and see. And then when I saw that she was like, maybe going to be on pace, I like, had to put all my clothes on so I could go meet her at the finish line, which was the most painful thing that I've ever had to do. <laughs> I had a terrible calf cramp in the process. And I was just like, I don't know if I can do this in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> I, I, as somebody was saying right there, I thought you were going to follow. Yeah. <laughs> just um, literally putting on a pair of pants. But yeah, I was just like, I mean, it's crazy how you can just like immediately forget your race and, and like fully be like focused on someone else's. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I really like that aspect of it, like having another person to like take the distraction away from your own running. Because um, I was like also not to like stay in the same vein of like being emotional, but like thought that I might cry if she like ran under two forty five. And then even when she ran like two forty nine, I was like so proud and happy. So because um, I know you don't like lead on to it a ton, but I know you'd still work like really hard at running and log a lot of miles and you also do a lot of other things so too. So many miles. <laughs> yeah. Gabby likes to say that she doesn't run enough, but she also only runs five days a week. So she averages like 12 miles a day, which I think is a lot. But, um, um, so Gabby, how is it to have to race without headphones? Honestly, okay, hot take. Good question. There so has for, been... Do you want to explain for the listeners? Yeah, for the listeners... Uh, running without music is dumb because you can run, <laughs> if you have a fire playlist, you can run guaranteed five minutes faster in the marathon. I believe, um, I believe that. Gabby, yeah. So Gabby, I think, no, no, I think that's true. Uh, easily, at least in terms so you're of saying you would have run two forty four yeah. had you yeah. had a. Yes, that's exactly you need to find a race what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. E- easily in terms of people I know, Gabby is the fastest person who races with music on of anyone I know. Um, yeah, but we're going through a dark time right now because her headphones are broken. Oh, jeez. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, you ran, like, you ran, what, like, 77 at, at Richmond last year? Well, oh, yeah. To that was so nice. Yeah. yeah. So, and and it hold, like, holds her phone with her. Because <laughs> you, you, so you can't qualify for trials with headphones? Mm-hmm. Is that the... Correct. Yeah. yeah. So, it's because they know it's doping. <laughs> so was they know. I don't know why everybody doping. else is so against it. So was it hard? Were you just singing to yourself? No, so here's what I was going to say. is like, if you have a fire playlist, then that can like get you through like five extra minutes, right? But there has been no good music out lately. My playlists have just been like dwindling and I've already listened to my old ones. So like, like, do you not just listen to the new Lizzo like, album on repeat? I, I, yeah, uh, I, I don't I love a couple of Lizzo's songs, but I don't love the album as much as you do. Well, no one loves the album. Yeah. (laughs) I was, we were actually, if you, if there's no music lately, you could do what I did on the drive over here, which is that, I mean, I have a playlist called Teen Pop, which is exclusively songs that were popular when we were like children. It's like Hannah Montana, Lindsay Lohan, um, Aaron Carter, I Want Candy is the first song in the playlist. So like, you could always just go back to it, you know? Yeah. I will, they have playlists also by year, so I've been getting into 2009. Oh, yeah, I heard oh, your yeah. birthday party. What was hot in 2009? My 21st birthday, obviously. So. <laughs> what was, what was, like, what was, what's the song? Lady so? Gaga? Okay. Like, all of her? Oh, my God, yeah, Lady Gaga is no, so you go, good. Grazi was probably in 2009, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, and a lot of people had a great, ca- oh, great really cash. Like, white umbrella. Like an iPod. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Wow, no, I was, fire. I I've got a so fire excited. 2000. Actually, I have... Like, all of these songs for them? This is 
Yeah. I've been. Have you? Do you listen to the All Out Two Thousands playlist on Spotify? Yeah, that's what I've been listening to. It's really good. Yeah. Also, All Out Nineties is. I'm surprised you're not plugging Road Trip to Moab right now. Well, I was just gonna say Road Trip to Moab is my like throwback playlist, and it has like a lot of different genres. Yeah, Tilda Star, Tilda Road Trip to Moab. But anyway, you can only listen to that for so many months in a row. I'm just saying these artists Wait, are you need saying to step that up your, your playlist is getting old? Ooh. Interesting. Well, yours got old after one day. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. It's crazy <laughs> that they broke up on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Another good joke. <laughs> I can attest to the music doping though. There was one since Goop's sitting in the room. There was one day that you were working out on the indoor track, and I think we were doing like getting ready for a five oh, k, and you're doing that. three by mile, uh, like fast, like with full rest. And I think Goop paced like the first two. I think you'd gotten there late, and everyone else had already already been working out or something like that. But for whatever reason, you guys weren't there. Uh, it was just Gabby, and I think you stopped. Running, or you were like, no, doing he a only did workout. the last one with me. Oh, uh, well, oh, so you had done the but your first two were faster when you were listening to music, though. I remember, or yeah, you, there were, I don't know, there was what there was like a specific rep where you had your headphones in, and specific reps where you didn't. And I'm pretty sure you ran like a 530 in the other reps, and then a 520 with the one with headphones, and good. and crossed That's the line and was like, that was the easiest one that I've done. This <laughs> whole <laughs> workout, so. Uh, I still miss the fact that you used to be able to climb up into the uh, like eaves of Harvard and plug yeah, it into the speakers. That would be amazing. Yeah. It was, if it we was did always... listen to Fall 2018 while during a workout on the indoor track. That's one of our playlists. <laughs> yeah. No, Kathy and I would always like try and get there before everybody like over like winter break or whatever, and like you'd get there and like yeah. then other people would be showing up to the track like. What is this like exclusively Kesha and Cher? Play? <laughs> 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 hey, they listen to music at the gym. It's it's they should be able to listen to music at the track too. Yeah, well, it's great. Used to be able to play over the loudspeakers yeah. in our track, which is great. Um, speaking of morning workouts, I know that a uh, significantly controversial part of the uh, Project wow. LGQ experience <laughs> is. Uh, Timeliness. Um, so, so Wapa's, yeah, you guys are pretty late to this podcast. Yeah, Wapa's, who's, who's, the one, who's the earliest? Who's the one who's always late? Like we know the, the answers. Yeah, uh, Alexandra's Wapa. early. Kate is always on time, maybe a little early. Jess is usually on time. Me and Rav are late. Yeah. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> Hope it's not. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's fair. Yeah. It's not controversial. It's we know. It's established. I just don't want it to be a deal breaker. It's definitely not a deal breaker. Unless, right. or actually, I'll pass it to Jess. <laughs> Jess is like, I'm fucking out. <laughs> I normally, as a human, am late to pretty much everything, um, except which like, today, obviously, yeah. I was the last person here. Um, but I unfortunately have to get to work, and so for me, I get super stressed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just get super stressed. We're playing with fire here. <laughs> no, I, I just would get stressed, and I would just be like, let's just start. And then when it became a thing, it like, I didn't mean it to become a thing, but it became a thing. <laughs> it's all good. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll start earlier. <laughs> 
No, I tried to go to one of the 6.30 workouts, even though normally I'm, like, dramatic, and, like, I'll just go by myself at 7. Um, and then I got up and was walking around, and I was going to be on time, but I thought I was going to throw up, and then I had to just lie down for 15 more minutes. Did you have coffee before? Yeah, I was, like, walking around drinking coffee, and I was like, oh, oh, oh. I used to, I had an issue. Allergic to the morning. I, I am. No, I can get up, I can do work, I can drink coffee, but I just, like, can't go running. Yeah. No, I, I used to. I, I, an issue a I also, years ago yeah, I don't like it. Just I was by necessity. Getting really nauseous and like throwing up during morning workouts because I would like have a lot of coffee. Oh, I witnessed then, like, you throw up once at a work morning. <laughs> that was a pretty funny. We were doing like twelve hundreds <laughs> and like I like was like leading perfectly on pace, like eleven hundred and fifty of a twelve hundred, and then just like and it was on the indoor track too. So I was like, oh, oh, and I was just like step up yeah, on the, the final curve. I came and over and like, cleaned it up for you. <laughs> no, I asked her for her. I cleaned it up, but I had to like I just like stepped off and just like booted all over the infield at Harvard and had to go over to that poor one woman who we all know the woman who's the Wednesday morning yeah. maintenance woman and who also. Like, just, like, has to deal with all these weird runners showing up at Harvard in the morning. And, that's like, why I couldn't use Harvard for so long? Yeah. I had, to go, I had to go over to her. This is your thing. Yeah, that's what all the renovations were. Uh, to her mop bucket. Just be like, excuse me. <laughs> but, yeah, Jeff and I, because I always think I work, what time do you wake up when you, we work out at 6? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> like. Another contribution. Usually, like, 4.55. 4. Um, what do you say? Like Why? Because what? It's like once a week. Okay. I, I hate it. Okay, so okay. 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 <laughs> you know the no, retail no. store opens at 11 o'clock. Right? <laughs> to work out with David, David, me. we have yeah. to be out the door at 6 a.m. He chooses me and over sleep. I am also. Thing. Oh, Sorry, like, I don't choose you over sleep, Jess. <laughs> that's yeah. fine. I'm not mad at all. This pisses me off. <laughs> let, me just, let me just go on the record. Yeah. Yeah. So we work out. So fucking early. I hate it, but my commute's long, whatever. So we get to the work, we get to the track at like, I don't know, that one time was like 6.15 or 6.30. And Alexandra's telling me about what was on the news in the morning. I'm sorry, what did you say? Like, I roll out of bed, like, 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 I stumble onto the track. Like, I don't spend more than seven minutes after my alarm goes off to get out the house. <laughs> and apparently Alexandra fucking what time? Yeah, no, I'm the same. Watches the news. I'm the same way. I, do you I, watch the news? I, I, what like, do you do? What do you do? Yeah, what do you do for that well, hour and a half? I watch, I watch weird YouTube videos. I don't know about... Let me defend myself. <laughs> you on the floor. I hate running in the morning. I, I can't do it. Like it, I need my old man like eight yeah. minute miles, no matter like when I'm running in the morning. But if I'm gonna work out at six a.m., like I need to be like awake. I need a I breakfast beforehand and yeah. stuff. So I'm the same way. But I wake up like four thirty, have coffee, like have a little breakfast, and then like get my legs working, and then just like lie in bed, wait. And yeah, I will say at Brooklyn when I was saying with Rav and Lewis. Oh, you had a tough wake up. That yeah, day. that's another that one where I woke up and I thought I was gonna like throw up. <laughs> um, but they woke up at like four a.m. Yeah, but that was for a race. Yeah, before uh, race, I, I was. Yeah, got it. What time did you wake yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. I woke up at three fifteen for grandma. Well, your race well, is also at six fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I feel like I got it makes sense to wake up at least three hours before. Nothing was, and I hate shit talking him not being on the podcast to defend himself. But Eric's 
3 a.m. one mile shakeup before sad. U.S. half champs is one of Wild. the craziest things that I've ever witnessed yeah. um, a person do. But I saw know. the J back guy shook out before grandma's. Do they really? Lunacy. I don't understand it. That's why? Yeah. I, I, I see why you need to shake out. Yeah. I, I love the pre race hey. shakeout, but even I didn't do that before. I shook out at 6 p.m. the night yeah. before. That was my shakeout because yeah. it was 12 hours before okay. the race. Uh, hot, hot take next to training cycle. Should we switch to evening workouts? I know. It's hard in the winter. I love evening workouts. I, I do too. <laughs> nice I like, twilight hours. I, 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 Gabby, we were talking about this yesterday. Well, we're going to evening yeah. in the summer, but I just... It could be a game changer. The summer is yeah. very possible. I would... I mean, this is... This would be controversial. I would do it for the Friday. Because a Friday is easier like, that I can do that. And then, and then we could like go have we could like go have like Team food and, yeah. and like get a beer and that's yeah, great. Yeah, I could get into a Friday evening. And that's yeah, usually I, the I harder workout the, of the week. Yeah. I never know when I'm going to leave lab, so it's actually more stressful to work out at night because that's sometimes the, I just work till yeah, like 8.15 like the, the and then... The ambiguity yeah. of like... Yeah. And then I definitely don't want to go work out after that. Yeah. I'd say like during the week it's harder, but if we were doing it like a... In the summer when it's... Light out till like eight thirty, like that's yeah. very different. But in the winter, if it is, if it's fully dark, like I can't. Yeah. Work out. Yeah. I'm not. I'm definitely not opposed because it's definitely so much nicer to like <laughs> be awake. Later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like in general. When I, when I would do mylar training, like I can't. I couldn't work out in the morning just because like my legs can't move. Oh, yeah. that no, fast it's in the morning. A, yeah. Like I'd have to do it in the evening. Yeah, just go. You know, there's, you can go to Felipe's afterwards, get some burritos, <laughs> margarita. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, to wrap us up, so we are we're like I said, we're seven days post marathon. Um, I know Jeff is already looking at what his next marathon is going to be. I have. Um, Jeff blew up my spot. I was just waiting to tell everyone yeah. else because they actually ran the race. Hashtag excited to announce. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hashtag so excited to announce. Yeah. <laughs> but um, how how are people feeling going forward? Like where where do you go from here, both both mentally, literally, just what racers you're doing next, but sort of like, how are you feeling about your place in running right now after the race? You can go reverse this time. Kate, you want to start us off? Uh, I really don't know what I'm gonna do next. I definitely need a break from the marathon. Um, I mean, what I loved so much about this training cycle was just like having people to train with. Like you said, I miss so much being on a collegiate team and this felt like that in a lot of ways to me and that's like really special. So um, if there was something else other people wanted to train with, I'd probably be on board if I could do it with a group. Um, and, but yeah, I, yeah, I haven't, I've never done half and that sounds, yeah, we so should. We should. Right now. Twice as good. Lovely. We yeah. should. We should have called out that the longest race that Kate had ever done before this marathon was what seven miles. Yep, I did a twelve k. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that was a little bit of a shock to the system. So, <laughs> so Kate PR'd in the fifteen k, the oh, half God. marathon, the thirty k, and the marathon. Yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah. Gabby, raking in the PRs. Oh, um, I don't really know. Yeah, I don't know. Got nothing. How do you do? You feel good about like where you're at? Um, I wish now at the time it felt right to walk in the race, but now I wish I hadn't walked for two minutes uh, during the race. But at the time, it didn't feel like an option. Um, so I would do it another one definitely, and yeah, you know, try to not walk. <laughs> How are your toes? 
Um, they hurt. Lewis stepped on them like eleven times last night, and then I kept getting annoyed at him. And From then dancing? he would get annoyed at me for being annoyed at him. He's like, I can't help it, and I'm like, my toes are bleeding. Do you like me, huh? Yeah. Two <laughs> and nine beers. <laughs> yeah, he was like swaying and he'd be like, oh, sorry. And I'm like, hey, I, I got John Murray into the bar. That was my crowning moment of the evening. He was kicked out and I was like, get in line. Well, you two take two my hat. Standing on each other's shoulders in a trench coat level yeah. disguise. Vixen and Dolph. He got kicked out, so he stole Lewis's jacket and hat. No, I gave him my hat and then he traded shirts with John. And the shirt thing seemed unnecessary, to be honest. <laughs> they, they literally did it, like, five feet away from the bouncer. Yeah. He probably, like, watched them. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, hustle. if you're going to go through that much effort, I'll let you in. Yeah. The bar. Or yeah. pay a second cover. <laughs> um, anyway. And Lou, what, what about you? What, what are, are we you talking about? personally or for the group? Or both? Uh, I would love to see the group sync up in some capacity in the fall because I think we learned a lot in this training cycle. Um, I still have to talk to everyone, but I like to, I actually do like to let the marathon settle in because, you know, good race or bad race, you always have that like immediate like reaction to it. And I think you need to like let it settle and like gain some perspective. Um, but yeah, I think it comes down to like, if people really want to qualify for the Olympic trials, I think everyone sitting at the table is like certainly capable of doing that. Um, but if that's not what they want to do I think you know running like it needs to like speak to you like what you're training for needs to like really be something that you want to train for uh, and if people don't want to train for a marathon then I would not recommend training for a marathon <laughs> also I, Rav and I have had this conversation so many times it's mentally exhausting to train for one marathon and then turn around and train for another one It's ins- and you'd be going on three for this fall mm-hmm. so in a sense maybe it's honestly good that we're getting to piggyback two training cycles without actually having to do a race in the middle of it. I'm <laughs> right. super Always funny. looking for the positive, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we'll, you know, summer is just like a fun time to like chill and run, so. Um, actually, it's a very not fun time to run because it's very humid, <laughs> it's disgusting, well, I'm sweating I love, just I from running. sitting here. I love running in the summer. I think running, running in the summer is great. I, I think working so out in the summer is the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Evening, Friday evening. Um, personally I am currently uh, debating with my coach uh, whether or not I can do another marathon in the fall I really want to Um, I feel very motivated to like figure out the distance I feel like I made a lot of like strides uh, in the spring and like set a lot of PRs and like I feel like I've kind of like reached another level and I want to figure out how to put it together on that distance before trials so um yeah, we'll see. Fall's also insane with work, so I don't know if it like logistically makes sense, but gonna take take July to just have some fun and see in August. But yeah. Um, I well, considering that I didn't uh, remotely run a marathon, I definitely <laughs> want to do another one because I did feel like I hit a new level of like fitness personally, especially going into a, a race. So. Um, Lou and I, I did talk about this, just kind of treating it as if I did run at least like an iota of a PR because I did feel like I was in PR shape and then kind of like building off of that. Um, but yeah, I'm toying with, and obviously I want to hook other people into this, but 
another another great American city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, and and I did, and I'm happy to like organize the logistics and everything. But either doing um, do the Indianapolis Marathon or do Philly um, in November. I and they both have Philly. And they both have I'm great half Indianapolis. <laughs> and they they both have great half marathons. Uh, that you can also do. Um, Actually, my grandma lives near there. Maybe I'd do it. And you can stay right by the uh, finish line, the start and finish line. And uh, hey, have you looked into Airbnbs? I have no. looked into Airbnbs. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, no, I've done. I've done a lot of logistics already. So, <laughs> so anyway, but um, no, I would like to run one in November. Uh, hopefully, I, I've done CIM twice, so I don't have any interest in doing that again. But um, just for me personally, because I didn't actually get to race the marathon and go through that. Um, and those, I would like to do another Those one, of you that don't know Rob, she's a marathoner by trade. <laughs> that is, yeah. Uh, so One speed. Exactly. <laughs> very um, fast speed. But. Yeah. But anyway, um, but it is very mentally exhausting to kind of like roll right into two different training cycles. So, um, so yeah. But. Yeah. Um, for me, I feel like I definitely want to do something in the fall. I think everything's still sinking in. Um, you know, finishing and not having the day that I wanted, it was hard. I was disappointed, but it was also hard to feel super disappointed at the time because of being there with the whole group. Um, I remember Greg was like, oh, like, you really bounced back. You sounded good. And I was like, yeah, it's because it was, you know, it was it was easy to be so happy for everyone else. Like, as soon as I finished and I saw David, I was like, how did Jess and Gabby do? Even though I felt horrible. <laughs> I think that um, makes such a huge difference. Yeah, I think it just made the experience, like, worthwhile and obviously the training block. Um, for me, having graduated a few years now, I think this last year really allowed me to like running again and mm-hmm. like training with a group. Because um, it really has been, I guess, a year since I started yeah. training for Hartford. I think doing your first marathon is so great because you just have no expectations. So I think this was particularly hard because every like mile marker that I started to feel horrible, I was like, I did not feel this bad in heart. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good. Yeah. But uh, I think looking back at the whole year, it's like, wow, I've come a long way. And this the last four months were really hard because I was in school and doing work and training for marathons. So the break will be nice right now, but... What was the hardest of all of them? Oh, God. Your school schedule was crazy. My school schedule was nutty for May and June. I was in school every day, every night, and two Saturdays. Uh, so recovering was not an option. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think probably that in work. The cumulative oh, effect, too, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. I, I think the running was the fun part, though. Like, I actually looked forward to doing workouts yeah. and well, you would hope. running with the This group. is entirely voluntary at this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, a fun, it's a fun That's hobby. all. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Everybody at work thinks it's cool. Our, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I always think, like, and, and our dear friend Sid will keep me honest on this one every time, where it's like, if I ever say anything in her presence of, like, Oh, I have to run 10 miles today. She's like, you do not have to. You are fully choosing to do this. No one is making you do it. And it's like, that is a, that's a good reminder. Not so hot take. Yeah. (laughs) Better than the alternative every time. Jeffy Poo, what are you doing? Um, definitely excited to, to take it easy for a couple weeks. Like, 
What's it's easy for you, like 105. I have not run at all pretty much since the half. Jeff has run like four of the last eight. Oh, you have, what do you say? You ran a, a pretty good 400 meter. Like, to this. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, you're just going to edit it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, I'll keep running and just like doing whatever I want, but I think it'll be a while before I'm like working out again. Um, but just kind of building it up, but, um, I was fortunate enough to have, like, an A-plus day at Grandma's, so, um, for the first time coming out of a marathon, I am, like, really excited, um, to, to do it again, um, so I, I think I'm going to do Dangerous Hartford. in its own kind of way. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to do, do Hartford, Hartford in the fall, um, and hopefully just focus on not going after a PR necessarily, but just, like, racing at the distance and just gaining comfort and confidence in my ability to do so um because in all the marathons I've done up to grandma's I have like had severe like cramping dehydration issues for like pretty significant portions of those races and like I think that for me is the the most mentally taxing part of the marathon and the cycle and everything so um because grandma's went so well I, I almost feel like mentally ready for another one but that said, I also do want to like to mix it up and do some cross country and maybe do a half or yeah. something. Um, but yeah, just excited, excited to keep running. Jess, um, I'll probably just do whatever the group does. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, okay. I, I trail fifty k. <laughs> <laughs> Except that I will not do a trail fifty k. I'm putting that on the record. I'm um, actually thinking of Iron Man. No. Yeah. You would camp trail. Oh, camp baby. Cam was so great cheering. Molly asked me last night if if she could do a marathon too. Molly Malone? Yeah. Yeah. She was like, Do you think if I ran two days a week, I could do a marathon? (laughs) And I was like, If you did a long run and a workout and then actually cross trained the other days, you'd be fine. Yeah. 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 She could complete it. (laughs) (laughs) She she probably would surprise all of us. (laughs) Racers I have ever met. That's amazing. It's she's so tough when it comes to racing because pretty much her entire collegiate career she was injured and she was always running two days a week and she would always PR and I would just be amazed because yeah. I would run like 12 times a week and still be like fuck but I think one thing to like for I think there was a lot of hype around this and I think that coming yeah. out of it everyone us whoever needs to recognize that like a marathon is not a three-month cycle like you need to it's like a year years and years of like work you put in um consistency it's consistency it's work and it's something like I take I took huge breaks after my last marathons which is why I there's like no big jump there hasn't been a big jump for me but I think it's it'll be fun to like especially with like Kate and Gabby doing coming back and doing like a second marathon like it'll be it's gonna be fun I think but I would, I would like to go and do a half and see if I can like come close to my PR. But which is what again? Really uh, fast, right? Seventy-four, forty-four. So yes. that would take like six months of work, I would say. But I think it'd be like, I think it's like it's a good yeah. group like, yeah. to do it with. I don't, it's I wouldn't great, do it alone. It's Sign up for Houston now. It's, a great, it's about yeah. six months away. Houston, yeah, I will. Yeah, my whole family's in Houston actually. Really? Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah, my mom already signed me up practically. So <laughs> there's that. I would go. I would do Houston. I, you I would think do like, yeah, yeah, because I would. Done. I mean, 
Yeah, why not? Yeah. If you, if you qualify for trials in the fall, you probably won't want to do them. But, but if I qualify for trials in the fall and then I'm training to run the trials, Houston could be the tune-up path. That's true. Yeah. It's, um, I think it's the, I think Houston is the last day you can yeah, qualify. I think it's January 19th or something. Yeah. yeah. Which is my birthday. Just Ooh, a quick wow. shout. <laughs> birthday what are we doing? Everyone's going to come cheer me yeah. out. I use with my family. Yeah. <laughs> What year did you turn 21? I'm guessing not 09. Um, um, wow, way to put me on blast. <laughs> you put yourself on blast. 2014. 2014 party? 2014 party, yeah. What was, what was popular then? No one remembers. It was like, so... It was junior year of college. It was like... It was junior year of college, yeah. Like Levels by Avicii or something. Oh, that was, that was, no, that was earlier. Like, oh, that was, was like it? freshman year. Yeah. Hold on. But sophomore year, I remember sophomore year of college was like all the Kesha Warrior albums. Yeah. It was like Die Young. Chandelier. Oh, Chandelier. Oh, yeah. Was killing. Um, Ra- Rather Be by Clean Bandit. Mm. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. While, we're, while we're on the subject. This before. would be a good party. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's an idea that could work for Shake anyone. it off. It's five years old. Okay. That's crazy. I have to pee so badly, so we got to wrap this up. <laughs> you can go pee. We'll just. We're keep in here. The one who said can... pro tip. I pee before. I pee. pee. Yeah, you know, sometimes it just comes on and you have to go. Full circle. Anyone who's run, Jeff knows. Jeff has run enough with me to know that I'm a big, I'm a frequent peer. <laughs> but we'll go rapid fire again. Uh, so our big three. We finish off every episode with the same three questions. Are you um, gonna make your bus? I'm going to take the next one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just um, David. <laughs> so sweet. That's dedication right there. Um, your go-to karaoke song. Someone hands you the mic and it's your time to shine. What are you singing? Oh, yes. Sweet Child. Oh, man, I'm not ready for this. Uh, sweet Child. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, probably whatever song. Do it. Do it. Yes. <laughs> Just put on a Taylor Swift song and I'll be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to dance with somebody. Good luck. Sugar, we're going down. Oh, nice. Mr. Um, Brightside. Great. Other classic. No. Like, Mamma Mia. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Also, yes. 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 Truth hurts, Lizzo. Can't go wrong. <laughs> That's not a karaoke song. Yeah, um, your Instagram crush. What are you feeling on the gram right now? Like, it doesn't have to be like, you're like, oh, I want to Lou Serafini one. I've Instagram once this okay. week. I'm seriously not going to make it. So, while we think about things on the internet that you're into, I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, what are we thinking about? Uh, are we supposed to give our Instagram crush, crush while he's gone, or at off-brand content? Should we just <laughs> should we just take this moment to rip David <laughs> <laughs> while he's gone? Uh, summer stone fruit. Is that an Instagram account? Uh, no, just like I love beautiful photos of cherries and apricots oh, and okay. like peaches. Okay. Oh my oh. god, it perfectly ripe. It's like oh, it is the the best season for <laughs> summer fruit, and I'm so into it. Wait, what is it called? Summer. Stone? Oh no, this is not a real account. I just enjoy you photos. Make yeah, you should, you make should do it. Yeah. Wait, what did you say? Summer. Summer stone fruit, like fruit with. Like pit. Oh, that sounded like an Instagram handle. Yeah, it did. I also yeah. thought it. Sounds like it should be. Yeah. yeah. Let's look and see. Yeah. <laughs> Gabby, is your sponsored Zillow ads? 
<laughs> I already said mine. <laughs> oh, uh, I've been yeah, off Instagram for the week. I'm, this is my first day back. One there week is, is not a long time. It's right. a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> so I it don't, is when you're in Florida. Wait, didn't you post something? I did. This is my first day back. Feels good to be back. <laughs> back in the game. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, can I pass? You can come back to me. He's really going to have to edit this segment. Yeah, <laughs> it's not it's it's flowing. Yeah, we're not yeah. doing great. Between Bandit and the uh, bathroom break, this has been a very authentic podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there is not a Summer Stone Fruit Instagram. There's an right. Aussie Summer it's Stone mine. Fruit Instagram. Oh, okay. Do Get it. on that. They follow, like, a lot of people. Poor ratio. <laughs> Poor ratio. All right, this is like my, this is my uh, Aussie Summer Stone Fruit. Okay. Yeah, it looks... Uh, welcome to the official Instagram of Australian Peaches. Nectarines, plums, and apricots. Oh, yeah. Yeah, is this your account secretly? (laughs) (laughs) Is everyone gone or is everyone stopped? No, it's literally just me. (laughs) Can I comment on how dark it just got, too, outside? I really enjoy uh, New York Times Vows, which is the Grey Lady, which is a parody account. (laughs) I highly recommend it. I could pull up a few highlights (laughs) what other people are thinking of. Uh, you know what they want to do. The one thing in New York Times. Is it is it like wedding vows? It like is. What... It is um, making fun of New York Times wedding vows. Oh, <laughs> I like the New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> my my guilty pleasure like... is like the New York Times Modern Love column that comes Most out on Friday. Oh, oh my god, humorous. <laughs> yeah. Highlights include: if you haven't glued a fake smile to your face while you watch your best friend from college marry a girl who you all used to call night terrors, have you ever been a groomsman? Gets <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's dark. <laughs> oh. Alexandra, anything? Oh. Uh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, I like that Australian baking one, Magnolia Kitchen. You have to uh, give an Australian food. No, yeah. <laughs> What's your Australian? Australian? I, I follow her. It's you pretty, know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I totally do. Those, those cakes are... Yeah. That will be my next hobby. I, like, always wonder cakes. if they taste as good. Like, they look so I beautiful. Know. And I'm like, does that taste good? But it's really beautiful. The aesthetic so. appeal of it is beautiful. I yeah. feel that. That's... Yeah. Does anyone follow, anyone follow Joy the Baker on Instagram? That's hers. All look like really delicious. Like she's like she doesn't do like cakes necessarily, but like pastries and stuff like that. And like she posted, like literally as I was like on the train yesterday, uh, the other day, and was like stressed and like Mm. running late. She just posted like uh just like cinnamon rolls like dripping and we're on that. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, (laughs) that is all I want in this world. Oh man! Speaking of, we can just—is anyone else dying to contribute their Instagram crushes? My real one is Buddy Boo Waggy Tails. <laughs> it's amazing. Is it a? Is it a dog? dog? Yeah. Do you guys know Boo, the world's cutest dog? He actually died recently, oh, okay. but the account is still going. Okay. Oh, okay. And he's so cute, and well, so is Buddy, his best friend. <laughs> let's uh, let's finish off with uh, your death row meal. Uh, you're going to the chair, and you can. Eat anything you want for your last meal. You don't have to do a full meal. It could just be like one food that you're craving. Um, what are you eating, <laughs> Jess? Oh, probably steak and potatoes. Steak and potatoes. Big fat kava bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Very on Best brand. Best restaurant ever. Yes. Can you finish? Never mind. That's my <laughs> death row meal. Oh. There's whipped cream in the fridge. Oh my yeah. god. No, I don't have ice cream. I would say steak. Or um, this Greek like spanakopita. Love it. Yeah. Lois. 
Um, an egg sandwich from Dagosaurus. Oh, I just had one today. It was amazing. Right. What about the egg sandwich that we had in New York? Which, oh, oh, that, that one was really good. really good. What was that place called again? Bagel Warrior. Any egg sandwich and a bagel this would, would be fine. Yeah. Rob, what are you eating? Uh, I, mm, egg sandwich is good. I think a cheeseburger. French fries. Milkshake. Yeah. Gabby? Um, I think it depends on my mood at the time. But <laughs> either an egg sandwich or pizza or nachos. Alright, okay. Yeah, well now I'm still thinking about the peaches, so just like a perfectly ripe peach, um, like split open with like creme fraiche or something. Love oh my it. god. Yeah. I'm allergic to peaches, but it sounds good. Yeah. Um, and I'll say strawberry shortcake, since that's what we're about right. to eat now, because I love strawberry shortcake in the summer. Um, thank you guys all for coming on and for uh, sharing your stories with us. Um, thank you, you're David. This has been fun. <laughs> Hopefully it's, a, it's not too incomprehensible for everybody, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, we're wrapping up now. Um, stay, stay tuned for everything these guys get up to. And uh, until next time, this has been Run Your Mouth. Shardy's like a melody in my head that I can't keep on. Got me singing like na 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 na. Every day's like my eyeballs stuck on replay.